Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by New Yorker magazine covers. You don't have to read the magazine to seem smart and or pretentious. Just take these covers and put them on any book so when you read in public, people will think you're reading the New Yorker. New Yorker magazine covers. Why pay for the whole magazine when we give you the cover for exactly the same price? I'm Jason. And I'm KJ. And in this episode, we begin with our week in review where we talk lasers and foo shots and dry ice. And did I say lasers? Because, yeah, lasers. Yeah, lasers. Plus dry ice. And it's not even a Pink Floyd show and or a monster truck rally. We'll also discuss some first world problems and we might have a guest. No, we don't have a guest. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week? Well, good is up this week. It's a it's been a big week over here. Let's see. Big. Uh, big, huge. It, deer hunting season started last weekend. Mm. So now I'm wearing my blaze orange on all my jogs and uh, You a big deer hunter? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm not. Mm. But um as we talked about I don't know, probably last fall uh when I go jogging on the trail that's right by my house, there yes. are people sitting in shacks with guns. And so I've learned to move off of the trail and run on the road. And they're not supposed to shoot toward the road. So yeah. I saw that uh, Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. Somebody posted it on Twitter. It's an old one, but somebody reposted it just this week, which I assumed was because deer hunting season was starting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the one where... The guy's in his office. It looks like he's an accountant or something. He's walking through the office and he like goes, I'm going out for a break. And like somebody shoots him and it cuts to the next panel. And it's like three or four deer standing there with guns like on their back legs. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I got one. I got him. And it's like, then it cuts to Calvin uh, in the class saying, Bob's family, you know, Though they missed him, they understood, you know, that the herd had to be thinned or something like that. <laughs> See, now that sounds is, sort of like a far side to me. Yeah, but at the end, of course, it's Calvin's parents sitting there, sitting there around the table, and one of them says, another parent-teacher conference, and the other one goes, it's your turn this time. So it's <laughs> it's good. It's funny. Um, yeah, well, thankfully, you know, I have, I've only heard shots. I haven't seen where they're coming from. I've only heard them close enough to my, my land that I have to put mm-hmm. orange, blaze orange stuff on my dogs because especially Wrigley who looks like a, the same color as a deer he doesn't look like a deer but yeah but these gunshots are ringing out and they sound very close to my land and um they're even firing after dark which I think is illegal I don't think you're supposed say, to fire after look, sunset yeah. so that's going on here what what is what's going on with you what is up this week with you well i've had um Lasers shot into my mouth. <laughs> okay, tell me more about that. Um, I think I've mentioned this lasers. crown. Lasers, uh-huh. yeah, lasers. Okay, yeah, I've your had, crown. 
yeah, I think last week or a couple weeks ago, whatever, that I hadn't eaten. And it's almost three weeks now that I hadn't eaten actual solid food um, oh, because I had God. a crown came off. Um, had it done about five years ago and had two done at the same time five years ago. And one has been totally fine. But this one has been just nothing but trouble. It's, it came off like probably four times in those five years, which doesn't seem like a lot. Oh, it's yeah, incredibly it is. frustrating when you have to go back and they, you know, stick the needles in your mouth and numb you up and cut in there and drill and glue stuff back on. And it takes a few days to get used to it again and that kind of business. Yeah. Every, every year, every nine months, it's just frustrating to have that happen. So definitely speaking as a, I'm a dental, I always call myself a dental wimp. A dentophobe. De- yes. I can't handle what, any. What was it? I can't. On Seinfeld, the anti-dentites. That would be me. I don't remember. They should that. have their own schools. <laughs> anyway, yes, I hate the dentist. So I think four is way too much. Yeah, it, it it's not been fun. And I know there's other problems in the world that are much worse than this, but it's just, it's frustrating after a certain point. And so after five years, the insurance said, we'll pay for you to have it redone or, you know, we'll pay our part, which is half. Mm-hmm. Um, the insurance will cover having it redone because it's obviously. It's been five years. It's got some issues. So went back in. This is like three weeks ago. So they, you know, numb me up, drill down a little more, clear out, clean out around it, put a temporary cap, crown on. It lasted about three days before it came off. And I hadn't <gasps> eaten anything in those three days. I've been drinking water. I was standing in my kitchen one morning drinking water, and it like barely water, like, you know, like a lazy river just kind of flowed by it, and the thing just popped right off. Uh-huh. And turns out that the reason why this is difficult is I've learned a lot about uh, crowns in the past couple of weeks. I mean, from the internet, but uh, you oh, know, okay. personal Googling. experience too involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't Google dental problems. Oh, Certainly no. not with image searches on. Is There are far worse things out there than what I've got. Yeah, okay. But, um, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So I go back to the dentist again. And they're like, well, w- what we need to do is... Um, because it's sitting, the crown is sitting on top of the tooth and it's not like there's no edges to wrap around because when they um, prepared the tooth originally, they kind of made it a little too shallow and too small. And so when I went back in last week, they said, um, well, the gums need to be cut back in order to make more room to have the crown, the new crown that we're going to make. Because I forgot to say this before, when I went in last time to have the the new one, the tooth reshaped again and have the new crown formed. It takes like two weeks. They send it off to the lab to make the the new permanent crown. That's why they put the temporary one on. Mm-hmm. And so they messed up the scan. So I was going to have to go back in anyway, and they're going to numb me up again and get in there because they have to blow air on it. And it's basically like blowing air, cold air on raw nerves in your mouth. Oh, it's, ouch, um, ouch. So they numb it up, which is good. Okay, I'm thankful good. for Novocaine. Yeah. And so... They had to redo it anyway. So when I went back in to just have it redone, I was like, hey, this thing came off again within like a couple of days and I didn't do anything. And she's like, well, let's see what we can do. I said, I want to know if there's any way to have it where, and I'm explaining to them, I said, I know it's like mechanical retention where the crown can't sit on top. It's got to have the sides to grip onto. And it's not the cement that keeps the crown on. The cement basically keeps it waterproof, watertight from like stuff getting underneath there. But it's really the mechanical retention of how it grabs onto the sides of the tooth that keeps the crown on primarily. And she's like, yeah. She goes, okay, what we can do is trim the gums back. And I was like, okay. And she gets out this laser. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, is this where the laser comes in? Cause this, this is, is where the laser comes in. Sound fun. Mm-hmm. And 
she goes, okay, now I'm going to uh, burn the gums away around the tooth so that we can get down to more of the root of the tooth to put the crown on. To, I'm to, sorry. to have the to form the new crown. Yeah. That's a sentence I never want uttered to me. Now I'm going to burn the gums around your tooth. With a laser. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It um Did it hurt? Oh yeah. And you I'm were numbed up pain, from that. And it was numb and I can see you oh you could feel it. Absolutely oh. you could feel it. It it basically she used it to basically to cut a section of the gums away all around the tooth. Mm-hmm. And it was like crackling and sparking and sparks shooting out of my mouth and burning. You could smell the flesh burning. You know, um, I imagine it's like going to get the LASIK surgery, whatever, from other people, which is, just sounds, you know, like torture. Uh, I'm glad I have pretty good eyesight that, you know, you have to because you have to look at that. You have to be able to see it. Yeah. The Hall of Famer had that done. That I'm not into that. Me either. No, I'm, I'm, wimp- I, I'm wimpy when it comes to this, especially <laughs> lasers in my teeth and eyes. I'm I'm pretty good with this stuff, and I still would not recommend this. Okay. This is not high on my list of fun yeah. stuff to do. Because you can feel it cutting and burning away the gum, and it's like smoke, and um, like you smell it, and it's just like, it's pretty rough. And so after that, they were like, well, you know, it'll take, you know, a couple of days, uh, and then you can come back in in two weeks, and we should have the new, the new crown on. So hopefully, that would be next week, I think, they should... I got an appointment to go in and put the permanent one on, and hopefully that fixes it, you know, for at least five years. So in the meantime, you're still eating no solid foods? Yeah, I'm drinking a lot of protein shakes. The only, like, actual solid, what I would call food that I'm eating, well, yogurt, which is real, um, I just, I can't chew anything. So I put the yogurt, and for a couple of days, they were, like, probably, actually, like, three or four days, I couldn't really get anything on that side of my mouth where because it's on the back side on one side um, because I mean my gums were healing up from being burned off with a laser. Yeah, right. So so yeah, it was it's it's been an interesting three weeks. Oh my gosh! So okay, I've got a question. After yeah. all of this wraps mm-hmm. up, you've got it all taken care of. Do you, I guess, do you blame the dentist? Do you, um, are you going back to this dentist ever again? Is this going to be a recurring dentist? Yeah, because the other one she did has been great. Okay, so this Uh, is more your tooth, the anatomy of your teeth? Maybe. I feel like it was a mistake made that they filed this one down a little too much on this side. Okay. Um, Because she was concerned about my bite, about it. Um, the crown having to be too tall to interact with, you know, when it, it would throw off my bite on the top tooth. So she actually ground down the top tooth, even though there was nothing wrong with it a little bit, to make room uh-huh. for this crown, which seems kind of crazy to me. But I actually looked that up, and that seems like it's, you know, a relatively normal thing that dentists on the Internet have said. Yeah, I've had my teeth ground down with, like, this huge, looks like a sander. Yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a Dremel with a, you know, little um, ball on the end of it. Yes, exactly. With like spurs on it. And it, it's, and that's, that's interesting because even though, even, I mean, I was numbed up for that, but it's like you can feel it vibrating and it yep. like vibrates all the way down to like the top of your head, down to your arms and stuff. It's, it's super weird. Yep. And you can smell it. That's got a different smell. Probably not burning yes. gum smell, but it has, no, a, totally different. It has a smell that you can tell they're, they're grinding your teeth off. Yeah. Still not, still not the best. I mean, I feel like in a hundred years, if, you know, Everybody, if humanity still exists, then we will have a lot of advances in dental and medical practices and things will be a lot better. But we are 
light years ahead of where it was, you know, 100, 200 years ago. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I live in this time and not in the 1800s where no, no, they basically went, yeah, yeah, give me that rock and that ice skate like in, was it Castaway, Tom Hanks? Yes, I think so. Yeah, let's let's do this. Here, bite on this piece of rawhide while I pull your tooth out. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. I require, <laughs> I usually require double the Novocaine. Really? You're small. That shouldn't matter. It should. I told you I'm a dental wimp. Yeah. I, I, I'm very glad that I can usually tolerate this stuff pretty good. I, I'll tell you this, though. After having the same spot in your mouth numb like three separate times over like a two-week period, mm-hmm. I looked in my mouth like the day after they did that gum burning thing with the laser. They shot a laser beam in my mouth. By the way, if I hadn't mentioned that. <laughs> so after they did that, I looked in my mouth and you I could not only could I see around the tooth that they worked on where it like the gums had been like blackened because they were burned off with oh. the laser, but where she shoots the Novocaine, like it's almost like in the corner of your jaw. Mm-hmm. Um yep. where the you can feel that tendon right there. It all around that out through like through the up on the roof of my mouth and down like under my tongue and on the side were like black and purple from like being bruised. Oh man! Just that from the trauma of having the you know needles stuck in there and drilling and because when they put when they do a crown like that you have to keep your mouth open like all the way for like a long time and then you have to bite down real hard and so uh-huh. I'm sure that didn't yeah. help but that all that's gone away now and I think if this if this temporary if the permanent one fits better because it, it'll fit better than this temporary because they didn't even actually do redo the temporary they just stuck the old temporary back on after they cut the gums away so they could have so it would fit down on there better. It's it's totally fine. I think it'll be good once it's done. It's just looking forward to next week to get it done, not looking forward to going and sitting there for another couple of hours while they stick needles in my mouth and you know, glue stuff down in my face. So it's just yeah, interesting. Yeah, no. Good luck. Good luck with that. Now, you're yeah. not going to continue to have the charred gum look that is going to go away. The black oh, you said gone. is gone. Okay, it's already healed. I was wondering is, if that it, was going to affect your, you know, your smile and your. <laughs> it's in the very back. You can't back. see it. Okay, all right. So Even, and it's it's already healed up. It's it looked like um, you get like a really bad like bruise with a lot of blood on the surface, and then it like blackens up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it didn't that. more look like it didn't look like it char- charred like. Oh, the first day it looked it, like it had been burned off. Like somebody grilled your teeth up? Pretty much. Yeah. Ouch. And <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been an interesting week. I, other than that, I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, well, you know, what else? I guess I got a flu shot this week. Oh, and preventative maintenance. Yeah, well, I I was kind of forced to with the pol- the ridiculous policy at the place that I work. but Oh, I remember we've mentioned this yeah. before. Basically, you get the flu shot. You can choose not to get the flu shot, but if you don't get the flu shot, you have to wear a protective mask anytime you're working with patients for the entire flu season, which is five months long. So whoever created the policy doesn't do patient care is what I've determined, because there's no no. way you can do that. But so anyway. I've come to to realize that nobody who actually creates policies actually does Does anything. Does the job, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that the policy affects. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So anyway, I got it yesterday. I survived. And in fact, they even gave you a candy bar for, you, know, you get your pick of candy bars, not just little minis from Halloween, a big candy mm. bar. So I took a Reese's peanut butter cup, of course, two of them, you know, the package. 
Oh, what? They didn't have candy corn as an option? Because no. I know you would have chosen that. No. Candy corn burns my teeth, as we've discussed. Yes. <laughs> that's did. a different kind of gum burning. Yeah, right that's there. a different kind of bum, gum burning. Bum uh, burning? You know what? what? Guess what else? Do you know that dry ice is really cool? Don't you think dry ice is cool? Have you ever gotten a package with dry ice in it? This is a serious question, not a joke. It's a serious question. Yes, it's cool. It's really it's cool, cold. isn't it? In fact, it's super cold. It's very cold. Don't touch it unless mm. you're wearing gloves. Mm. Yeah. I, I, did you get something shipped to you with dry ice yes. to keep it cold? Yes. Mm. So um, a while back, the Hall of Famer volunteered at some school function for a few hours and so got a credit voucher to use from this company, you know the companies where your kids bring home pamphlets for fundraisers and you can buy wrapping paper or candy or other gifts? Yes. Well, we we got, well, I we didn't, but I mean, I'm getting to benefit. The Hall of Famer got 60 bucks (laughs) on uh, credit. Wow. So we got 60. $60 will get you a whole lot of crappy wrapping paper. (laughs) That's not what we got. We got 60 bucks worth of frozen cookie dough. (laughs) (laughs) Did it come in like a five-gallon bucket? No, it came in a big box with 30 pounds of dry ice. Open up the box and everything starts steaming. And of course, we've Thir- already- Wait, wait. 30 pounds of dry ice? Well, that's what the that's what the <laughs> slip said. It certainly didn't feel like 30 pounds. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I lifted it without even grunting, so it couldn't have been 30 pounds. Maybe the- no, 30 pounds doesn't weigh that much when you try to pick it up. You could pick up 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I could. <laughs> what is that, like a third of your weight? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not quite. But yeah, it was really um, interesting to me to um, see the dry ice, because I think I've only gotten that one other time. Yeah, it's and of course, cool. we've already tapped into the cookie dough. Mm-hmm. And what else? We sold our snowblower. I said big week here, big week. You sold a snowblower. Sold our snowblower. We don't, don't need you a live snow. In Minnesota? Well, we don't need it because where we live, the snow. Th- no, you're not snowblowing that driveway. You're ho- you're you're hiring a plow, somebody to come plow it. Oh yeah, okay. So since we moved here, we haven't used it, and so we sold it. And oh, what else? The the um, little song jingle fest Kickstarter was fully funded. Yes, yes. So it looks like you and I are going to D.C. again in looks June, like Jason. Yes. That's that's a lifetime from now. Yeah, it, well, it'll come fast. Yeah, I'm glad it is, though. I'm glad it's already set up and ready to go, and Jerry doesn't have to, you know, fight at the last minute. Right, yep. It should be fun. organize everything. Yeah, it's going to, should be, you know, much easier on him this year for the organization thing in terms of, you know, doing it at the last, you know, month and everything. So that's great. Yeah, it's it should be a lot very of fun. Cool. Yep. Oh, yeah, look forward to it. Well, that wraps it up for yet another week in review. We hope you've enjoyed listening so far. Up next is a segment we like to call First World Problems, which is just another place for us to complain, I guess. I mean, at least we kind of divide it up so you can skip around. It's all nonsense. Enjoy. So speaking of first world problems earlier with dental issues and flu shots and hunting season, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you remember when you talked about your HOA, um, Homeowners Association, and all the ridiculous fees you were getting? Yes. 
Okay, I bet you didn't forget that. No, so, it's going to be a while before I forget that. Okay, well, a couple weeks ago now, when whenever we talked about it, we got some feedback on that, and I wanted to read some of them because it seems like there everyone agrees with you on the like I told you I don't understand homeowners associate I don't I live in the country I can't believe they're charging fees for you know mowing not mowing the lawn etc so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read some of these tweets to okay. you Jen Babish at Jbab Sports Chick sounds like Jason's HOA is run by Trump. Luke Overby. Yeah, Luke Overby. I think my HOA meets with Jason's HOA to plot terror and evil. Mm -hmm. Jess Overby, or or Luke's wife as he sometimes refers to her. Don't give in to the spawn of Satan, HOA. Stay strong. (laughs) Three exclamation points. Yes. (laughs) James Cunningham at James IV, 1978. The, the New, the hope, new hope, hope of Cunning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let my HOA try to find me that much. They'd be waiting a long time to get that money. They can kiss my rhymes with grass. <laughs> um, Brad Weiss at one Brad Weiss. For $500, I will bring Peanut over to spray your weeds. For $1,000, nice. I will bring him to spray your HOA. Worth every penny. Yeah. Will at Aquarium Drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh just be glad you don't live on a block where extensive holiday decorations are de rigueur. De rigueur. De rigueur. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> de rigueur. De rigueur. Thank you. And Mike <laughs> Kenny at MJK45039. $2,000 fine is ridiculous. Totally agree with Jason. Mm-hmm. HOAs are the worst. And trimming half a tree is bat poop crazy. Oh, he's talking about my tree that the neighbor trimmed half of on his land. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. I bat agree. poop crazy. So uh, people don't like HOAs. No. Mm-mm. So why do we have them? Because we have certain people who feel like controlling other people's lives is their only motivation in life and their only goal. And so they try to make everyone else like them and assimilate their neighborhood into this one little collective community because they think that's the way they get close to people and build relationships and have connection with other human beings. And what they're doing is the opposite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because well, there has to be... in your case, with yeah, this $2,000 well, fine or whatever it was. I've never heard of a good HOA. And maybe it's just because of the neighborhoods I live in. I, I have... Here's the thing. The HOA is primarily made up of and directed by the people in the neighborhood who run and get elected by the votes in the neighborhood to the board for the neighborhood. So it's Mm -hmm. usually four or five people, like president, vice president, that kind of stuff, you know, board members, whatever they want to call them. The problem is the majority of the time, and this is not always true, and this is why some there are probably some good HOAs out there. The problem is the people who are responsible and good and actually care about keeping the neighborhood up and not just snooping on neighbors and trying to control other people are the people who have plenty of other things to do and better ways to spend their time and don't have time to run and serve on the board of a neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. I understand. So what you get just by the definition of how it is formed and made and how it is, how the board is put together and just it's, 
the process creating the outcome in this case. So the board is made up of people that have more time than they know what to do with. Okay. Yep. So it becomes this network of nosy busybodies who feel (laughs) like they can look into and control and tell everybody else in the neighborhood what to do. So I, I'm sure there are good HOAs out there, like I said before. It just all depends on the board of your neighborhood. Because this, this HOA was totally fine until about 10 years ago we had the neighborhood expanded and had more new people moving in because they're built like, you know, 100 new houses in like a two or three year period there. And got a lot more people and you had different people, you know, come onto the board. And it just turned it into a nightmare at that point. So it's, it's, yeah, it's the, anytime so it's, have. so the, the ridiculous part is it's the people in my neighborhood that live, you know, I can see their house right now from where I'm standing. Uh-huh. Basically, if I could see through the wall, they, they are the people who are ruining their neighbor's lives over this stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, wasn't it the, didn't you say it was the one you thought it was the one gal? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's her doing most of this, and this is this is what I've experienced, and also what I've heard other people in the neighborhood say, and it's it's one of these things where people won't say her name anymore. Uh, oh yeah, the, the she must like not the, be named. Yes, it's yeah. it's at that level, and has been for a while, and uh, it's one of these things where people were, you know, sounds like ten years. That's a long time. They wanted her to move and just get rid of her, and the problem is. I don't even know when we vote on this stuff. Who's got to, I don't, not only do I not have time to serve on the board and do all this stuff, I don't have time to keep track of when the board is elected and what are we doing. And it's so, so in a sense, Jen Babish is right. Basically, yeah. Trump has been elected president of my neighborhood. Yes. 10 years ago, and I've been living with it. So I'm kind of, you know, adjusting to it already, which is sad. So do you have any updates on this ridiculous fine that you received from the HOA? Not only do I have an update, I have what seems to be a conclusion to the story. Ooh, I hope and it's now, good. I hope it's good. The rest of the story. That's that's probably not copyrighted anywhere, is it? Right? I don't think so. Not at all. I, I just made that up. I mean, I've never even heard that. Good. We'll go with that. Okay. So the fine was at two thousand three hundred and fifty dollars oh, for God. not maintaining the yard. Which honestly looked totally fine, and uh, me and my kids would walk around the neighborhood a lot during the summer and late summer, like right before they went back to school. And I'm like looking at other people's yards, going, "They better be getting letters too." If I'm getting letters, they and it turns out they were, which is ridiculous, because oh, we do not have the worst yard in the neighborhood. We ain't got the best, that's for sure, but not the worst either. And you should take care of your property and blah 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 and all this stuff. And and some people are into it, like we said before, and some people like it, and that's good. If that's your thing, you should do it. I'm just going to keep it at the, this is a decent level. I'm not going to have yeah. weeds growing up the side of the house, and I'm not going to have big things sitting in the front yard. And if I have holes, you know, because, you know, some fungus or disease or whatever has gotten into the grass, I'm going to get somebody or I'm going to get out there and do it and take care of it. And it takes time for the grass to grow back and this kind of stuff, but I'm not letting it run wild. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you're, you're not the yard winner and you're not the yard loser. There you go. <laughs> I'm in the middle somewhere. You're in the middle. I'm probably below average if you look at, you know, the yards in the neighborhood, but... It's not a drastic drop off the cliff, you know. Mm-hmm. We have some people in the, in our neighborhood who really have really nice looking yards, and I see them out there in the yard, you know, two or three days a week. They do all this stuff, you know, by hand. They have the real mowers, like you don't crank it, you just push it. You know, it's got the little. It's like the Homer Simpson lawn mowers. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, 
So, cause it's with Bermuda grass, that's the best way to cut it. It's more level cut, but I'm like, I ain't doing that. I ain't, no. I, that's just not me. Hey, have at it if that's what you want to do. So I didn't think it was a problem in the first place, but I was willing to be like, okay, you want me to handle this? I'll handle it. So we hired a, another company to come out to handle spraying for the weeds. And it turns out they sprayed my neighbor's yard by mistake. Which yeah, this is the company that came and sprayed that. the wrong house. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So settled that. I called them and they handled it. And they were like, oh, yeah, of course, we're not going to charge you for that. We'll come out. And they came out the next week and they did it. And um, I can't tell any difference, to be honest with you. <laughs> but it's only been, you know, a couple of weeks. So we'll see. The people kept sending us the bills in the mail, the HOA, and I kept ignoring them. And finally, I was like, you know, we probably should do something about this. And so Jason's wife took it over. And she emailed and called the HOA, and the lady on the HOA said, oh, yeah, I understand. Um, we've reduced your fine to $100. Thanks. If you pay it, you know, that'll be it. <laughs> what? From $2,350 yes, to $100. $100. Yep. Within like two minutes, she emailed her back and was like, yeah, that's that's fine. So The, the board says $100 is fine. There was no need for... Jason's wife to put up any type of huge case or anything. It was just the squeaky wheel, not even the squeaky wheel. The well, the, I mean, she she handled it. She laid it out and said, "Look, here's what you're doing, and here's what we've oh okay done, all right." So she blah, blah, blah. Left she laid long, out the case. Okay, no, she, she laid it out. Okay. She did good. She did it exactly the way it should, and not you know, you idiots, which is what I right. which is why she took it over and not me because yeah, yeah. I, I I was you know. A little too angry about it, to be honest. It just because it just drives me nuts. This this yeah. piddly stuff yeah. that I'm feel like I ain't got time for this crap, and neither so does she. She laid out a well crafted letter that said, "This is the, this is our case." Yes, and, and that's she is when very the good lady wrote stuff. back and said, "Okay, we've reduced your fine to one hundred dollars." Yes, thank you. And then yeah. she's like, "Oh, I'll pay it now." So she got on the phone with the credit card and paid it and done. Wow. <laughs> Which is, I guess the neighborhood is not getting the big giant varsity sign on my dime after all. So, okay, first of all, rock on Jason's wife. Yes, absolutely. But second of all, doesn't it, what is the point of, so there are people that might just pay that bill. Yes, I'm sure there were. Yes. I was just going to keep ignoring it, but they kept sending it, and they eventually got to the point where they said, we're sending this to a debt collector if you don't pay this within 30 days. And what I don't want is people calling me and harassing me even more than they are. I agree it's wrong. They're just going to let you pay that? They know it's wrong. They know it's wrong because they dropped it to $100. Exactly. It wasn't- uh, They know. They know if they had to go to court or if they had to fight it, it's not worth it. Right, They're it would have cost them more than twenty three hundred dollars in legal fees. Yeah, um, perhaps though their their tactic is we send this outrageous sum of money to them to get their attention, and finally they're going to say something, and then we'll get something out of them a hundred dollars. That's totally possible too. But I swear, I, I think there are people who pay this stuff because I've talked to several people in the neighborhood who said I just completely ignored and nothing ever happened. And then I've talked to other people who said they kept coming after us and had debt collectors calling us. And eventually we had to sit down with a mediator to work it out. And okay, I'm like, so then I don't it, want to get to that point. No. And so it is kind of, it sounds like it's what we were talking about before, where they ridiculously overcharge you or overfine you. Overfine yes. is not a word, but I'm making it one. Overfine you. And then if you call them on it, 
they maybe I don't know what the I don't know what the an actual fee uh, uh, an appropriate fee would be. Maybe a hundred dollars is an appropriate fee. Maybe it's too little. But it's certainly zero dollars. That's well, what would right. be appropriate for my in my case. Yeah, zero dollars because you don't think you deserved any fine, right? You felt like you it, were absolutely yeah. So zero dollars, but you were willing to pay that hundred dollars because it's not twenty five hundred thirty dollars. There you go. For them, yeah. just leave us alone, basically. Oh. Which they're supposed to work for us. It's it's the same thing that the government in our country has turned into. And uh-huh. I say yeah. this from a local to a federal highest to lowest level of. Instead of, I am here to serve the people and to, at the will of the people, I am in charge of everything and I'm going to tell you what to do and your life is over because I'm harassing you into getting what people are paying me to tell you. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So it's it's the power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, you know, human beings are flawed and when we put one in charge and give them too much, you know, power, it just majority of the time it goes way wrong. Yeah. And, and, but the fact, what boils my blood is Mm -hmm. them thinking, them knowing that some people are going to pay that ridiculous amount of money. If you don't say anything, you're going to be stuck with that bill eventually, or go to a moderator and it's going to be more than a hundred dollars. And them knowing that, yeah, because what the mediator is going to do, what I've heard of other cases in the neighborhood of people, friends of mine in the neighborhood I've mediator, talked to, they said, yeah, the mediator, yeah, not moderator, yeah. the mediator is not a <laughs> We're going to moderate this discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the mediator basically split it down the middle. Yeah, and said, so that's Pay 50% a heck of a lot more than and, 100 and, bucks. And, yeah. And admonished the HOA and said, leave them alone. Because in every case, they had sent all these harassing letters. And it's. It seems almost like subjective when they would pick who that they have gone after and stayed after and the other people, they've just kind of let it go. Because I told you before about the mailbox thing where they just dropped it. They just never said anything to me again about it. And about something on painting my chimney that you couldn't even see from the road. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Like the very top of the chimney where, you know, like you have basically it's a metal like cap cover uh, Uh that's that's like kind of kind of faded a little bit. I'm like. I'm not paying somebody to climb up there just to paint that. That is insane. It looks fine. It looks like it's part. It looks, it doesn't look like, oh, this is an eyesore. It looks like, hey, this is like a weathered part of the house. I mean, it looks fine. And other people in the neighborhood had the same thing. And I'm like, they better be getting letters too. It was one of these cases. And guess what? They were. And half the people ignored it and it went away. And the other half that I talked to didn't ignore it and they end up having to pay it. So I'm just like, I am, I am glad. Look. I'm glad that they went, okay, $100, and that's yeah. it. Because they, they could have drugged this out even mm-hmm. more. But it's it should have never gotten to $2,350 for a couple of weeds in the yard and not mowing it for a week and a half when I was gone. No, that, that that is and the tone, ridiculous. The tone of their insane. letters, the, yeah, the, the, the way that these things are worded that they send you, it's this form letter but it's just so like condescending, and again, with the you can say things to people in a nice way to help them. Because look, if somebody has got a you know sets a fire in their front yard or sets you know trash garbage in their front yard on fire and leaves it for a week, yeah. I want the HOA to go. Hey, you can't do that. 
And if somebody right. wants to paint their house neon green next to my house, I don't want that either. Or if somebody mm-hmm. wants to, you know, <laughs> we talked about Seinfeld before. If somebody wants to set up a Kenny Rogers Roasters sign, neon sign on the front of their house where it's going to be the red menace in the in the my bedroom window, I'm glad they can't do that. But see, to me, that stuff is common sense. Yeah. Yep. It's this so, picky little people sticking selfie sticks with phones in them into windows to take pictures and crawling up in people's bushes and taking like photos of their front yard that, oh, there's a little like little weed sticking up over there. Let's find them $650 right at the gate. That is ridiculous. I, I just really don't know what to say to all that stuff. I don't even, I didn't even know that existed. The oh, yes. people peeping and complaining about weeds. I mean, you just have, you need a passive aggressive neighbor that'll cut half the tree. Yeah, I guess so. Here, here's the thing it comes down to. There are people who are nice and want to be good people. And there are people who are not very nice. And oftentimes the not very nice people end up in charge of stuff and they yeah. ruin it for everybody. This is, this is the internet version this is the neighborhood version of the internet which is a network of people and when you get more than one or two people together you're going to have differencing difference of opinions in there and which is good and you should but if you cannot reasonably talk to one another and sort it out and build relationships with each other you're going to get to the point of where you have one person who's in charge of all this who is lording it over people because that's their identity and that's what they focus on and that becomes their life and it becomes so much of their personality and their persona that it ruins things for everybody else. I mm-hmm. I don't trust anybody to be fully in charge of anything. Let me put that out there. Well. There should always be plenty of checks and balances. Yeah, there should be. And this HOA fine, that's a racket and, and they know it. <laughs> yes, it is, it, is, it is off the rails. It is gone. It is time to destroy the HOA and rebuild it from scratch, in my opinion. Certainly in my neighborhood. And nice job out of you, Jason's wife. Yes. I'm glad that I did not have to handle that. Because it's it's a thing where when they're sending you a bill every week or like this thing and it's just more and more and more and more and more and they're, it, it wears on you. It makes me go, I don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to mess sure. with this crap. Because they are impossible to get on the phone. That's the oh, other thing. Yeah. Anytime you call, you have to leave them a message and they'll call you back or, and they want you to send them an email and that kind of stuff. And they get back to you, you know, whenever they want. It's the psychological effect of all this crap of. I, I'm a pretty stable person mentally for the most part. I mean, don't ask Jason's wife, but <laughs> I can't imagine if, you know, you've. People who are like, I mean, people like to joke that I'm paranoid. I'm not actually paranoid. I don't really give a crap what people think. But there are people out there I know who are like, oh, that are depressed and you know, have anxiety over stuff. And what people like, what no one needs, especially people who have get anxious about stuff, is to have some stupid neighbor association harassing them over a weed in the yard or no, a mailbox not being impacted. They know that by yeah. sending you. A weekly e, uh, weekly mailings. They know that. It's just wrong. They know it's, it's just preying on build. people's anxiety. Yes. Yeah, and they know it. It's... Now, okay, burn speaking, them all down. Speaking of a racket, and they know it. I have a very small first world problem compared to your problem, the right. HOA problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a gift for 
Christmas or my birthday last year, and it was. Um, was it shipped in dry ice? No, it was a okay. subscription to the New Yorker magazine. Three months, oh. three months for I don't know. It was probably thirty bucks. And wait a minute. Early on, yeah. Go ahead. I have a lot of questions. Okay. Magazines still have subscriptions where they send them to your house, like yes. the paper printed version. Yes. All right, that's number one. Number two, thirty dollars for three months of a magazine. Is it daily? Weekly. Still, that seems expensive to me. Well, the New York is expensive, the but New you're York getting you're getting what's like like twelve issues. Eh, I guess I. I remember when you could get like a whole year's worth, you know, 52 issues yes. of Sports Illustrated for $3 or something Those like days that because they're trying over, to get your sign up. Yeah, yeah. But very early on in receiving these magazines, I realized I, I can't get through them. They're, they're, they're too long. The articles are too long. And I started getting I believe the word guilt. you're looking for is pretentious. Well, yeah, that's part of it. So From I, my but perspective, I, anyway. I actually think that this New Yorker guilt is a real thing. Like, people feel guilty that they can't get through it. Maybe guilty is not the right word. But I can't get through the magazine. And I'm not smart enough either. I was hoping to be smarter by reading these magazines to get smarter. But they kind of had the opposite effect on me. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I think, I think I'm actually about that. dumber now for reading the New York. No, no, no. I think you're smarter that you've decided not to read that stuff anymore. Because I, I don't have any problem with anybody who does, but it seems like to me it's almost like we're trying to prove how smart we are and intellectual and, you know, oh, I'm sure there's some of that. Yes. that we are, which yes. is a bunch of garbage. But those cartoons, though. Those cartoons make no sense. <laughs> some of them I don't get. Some, most of them And they're I not get. funny. It's, Some of it's them not are not funny. Some of them are. No. Uh, here's the thing that, that, that's funny. Actually being smart and funny. Not right. pretending to be pretentious and funny. Or pretentious and smart, I should say. Yeah, but not uh, every single cartoon is pretentious and smart. Some of it is actually funny. Well, I'll I've send you. That. I have many, many of them. I can ship no, them to no, you. No, 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 no. Like um, I said before, I got my Calvin and Hobbes. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. That's so, about never, as smart and funny as, I'm, as I want right there. <laughs> I don't think I ever finished a complete um, magazine. And I just kept getting them for months and months and months. I, I mm -hmm. still got them. So I finally told the person, uh, I think something is wrong with this. You should probably check to make sure you weren't charged after the three months. Oh, you got it after the three-month period. Oh, yeah. I was getting them I can see up where until this is going. last week. So she finally checked her statements, and sure enough, she'd been charged again after three months, well, after the three months were up, for another yep. year for $99. Yep, that's how they get you. So, I, you know, she called them and they canceled it, but only they refunded only the unmailed issues, not all the mailed issues that I'd received. Yeah, of course. And they said, well, it's right there in the fine print, ma'am, um, that we're going to charge your credit card if you don't call to cancel. And Scam. we know companies that do this, it, you know, um, HBO did this with their free trial. And I think also are you still paying for that. Am I paying for it? Yeah, yeah. because I actually you, I you use watch, it. Okay, I good. watch last week tonight every week that it's on. And yeah, let's see what else. There's a couple I still have I my HBO, too. But I'm very disappointed no. in the New Yorker. So they come out in all these articles and, and they, you know, obviously are trying to bring about things that are wrong and rackets, per se.
And mm-hmm. here they have their own racket. Yes. And they so this person has to eat this money, and I never even read the damn magazine. <laughs> See. I feel bad when you about said gift. that too. Yeah. When you said gift in the beginning, it was given to me as a gift. I was thinking, oh, this is not a gift. This is a this is a burden. <laughs> this is a curse. Well, no, I because mean, no. I, I actually had it I on thought, my wish list. I wanted to try it. I wanted to be smarter, but, and I actually got dumber. Uh, no, you're smarter now because you realize it's a yeah. bunch of pretentious <laughs> crap in the first place. Yeah. And there's much funnier stuff out there, and that's actually smarter than the majority of the stuff, intellectual, quote-unquote, stuff they put in there. The reason I was thinking it was a curse and, or a burden and not a gift to begin with when you started talking about this, because I thought it was going to be they signed you up for this and gave you three months, and then they started chart then the New Yorker started charging you for the rest of it. I knew there was going to be a continued, like, you know, until you cancel situation. I thought it was going to be you instead of the person that gave it to you as a gift. Thankfully, they don't have my credit card information, but they were kept, they kept sending me renewal slips. So then to me, I never thought anything about it. Like, okay, well, I'm not, obviously didn't renew it because I'm getting renewal slips, Mm -hmm. but it it actually was renewed. So they kind of, they send these renewal slips out like they're fooling you. I mean, they fooled yep. us because I didn't, I just said, you know what? I've been getting this thing for eight, my, nine months now. You better check. Yeah. 99 here's bucks. The thing. So here's the whole the thing, thing cost people, $120 and I read maybe one entire magazine. That's I an like expensive the covers. magazine. It's an event, it's expensive gift. So I apologize, gift giver. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Do they listen to this podcast? Uh, occasionally. Oh, then I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about making fun of that magazine because you asked for it. I did ask for it. Mm-hmm. I asked for it. I am, I'm not sad about the, I like the cartoons. And some of the articles are good, but come on, they're way too long. It's pretentious. It's, I, there's so much to read out there and so much information and so much that you could get. I, I don't need a magazine that has that stuff. I don't yeah. need some long form I, I want shorter articles. I want shorter things. I want shorter movies. I want shorter TV shows. I want. Sh- I, I like you know like an eight episode TV series season now, eight or ten. Yeah. I don't want to go twenty and twenty two like it used to or still does on you know network TV. I I don't want to go see a three and a half hour movie or no. or a two and a half hour movie. Ninety minutes. I found minutes. that I, out real fast when I started reading the New Yorker that I don't want long form. Mm-mm. But it was a very nice gift. And I was, yeah. I was thankful for the gift. <laughs> I really you was. You can be thankful for the gift. And yes. Let me, let, me, let me say this. You can be thankful for the giver yes. and not the gift. I was super excited when I got that first magazine. I love the covers, but past that, I can't get through it. I love, the, I love this magazine until I opened it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just said. <laughs> No, I'm I'm being a little uh, I'm being yeah, a little bit saying. sarcastic, but I, I, I did enjoy some of it, but certainly not more than three months. Here's the thing. I think that a lot of people who read that magazine, and I'm sure this is just my perception and this is completely wrong, and I apologize to anyone out there who this is their favorite magazine to read. I feel like it is a magazine that people who want to seem smarter than they are try to read. Well, yeah, I told you. I couldn't keep up with it. This it, and it that's, made that, me is the, that is the definition of pretentious, pretentious to me. It's well, good that it's it makes people, me not pretentious, to, I'm, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, there you go. Because it's people who are like I'm reading the New Yorker. I'm sophisticated. I'm you know you're pretentious. You yeah. are. 
if you if that's the reason you're reading it. If you don't, I mean, hey, it's the situation of if you're reading it in your house and you are, you know, not out there telling me, telling everybody about it. But I have a feeling. I mean, it's it's fine, whatever. But if you if you're reading it and you know. 20% of the conversations you have start with, you know, I read in the New Yorker the other day. Yes. Or, yeah. Did oh, you see that, that article in the New Yorker? definitely pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, and I'm sure I am painting a wide stereotype <laughs> across a group of people, which is what I say never to do. I mean, this is, well, I'm joking. I actually, I actually thought that it would make me more informed on things. That's what I was mm. hoping for. Well, that, that's what the internet is for. Yeah, I thought it would make me more informed on on issues. But yeah, that is what the internet is for and it's shorter articles. Yeah. So that Speaking was my of shorter little or versus longer. I don't want to talk a lot about this, but I do not like this Twitter 280 characters. Back in my day, you only had 140 characters and we <laughs> liked it. Get off what my the lawn. What crap is Twitter doing? Yeah. Get off my lawn with your HOA fines and your New Yorker magazines. My weeds are okay. Leave them alone. I'm not trying to hurt anybody else. I'm just trying to live my life. Well, you heard about, I just heard this morning about Rand Paul getting beat up. <laughs> Wasn't it over like yard work is what I said? Over yard last work. Last thing I saw. Apparently over, his neighbor was mad because his yard was unkempt. Thank God my neighbor never came over. At least he just <laughs> trimmed half the tree. Yeah, at least they just find me twenty or tried to find me twenty three hundred dollars and ended up being a hundred instead of coming over to break my ribs. So I, I yeah, this is I don't a understand the whole. I don't understand the the whole yard thing, but perhaps that's why I live in the country where the dandelions yeah. grow and the stains in the grass are plenty, a plenty. The urine stains, yeah. <laughs> and the people, the hunters shoot at you during hunting season. <laughs> the hunters shoot at least in my vicinity, scare the crap out of my little rat terrier. Yeah, no but kidding. it's worth it for no HOA fit fines. I yeah, mean, I'm about there. Yeah, I'm about there. Suck it, HOAs. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> that one I haven't heard you say before. I've heard it eat it. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, what's good? Ah, you thought I was going to say what's up, didn't you? Yeah, so did I. No rehearsals whatsoever. No practice. Just go for it. Just hit record. If you'd like to send us feedback, it's at SpeakTangents on Twitter. Speaking of Tangents Podcast at gmail.com for email. Or you can visit our website, and I think you can figure it out. We also have a Facebook and Snapchat. I don't have any idea what those are. So do we have any feedback this week? Well, yeah. And speaking of Twitter's new 280 character dumb debacle, debacle, yeah. Um, Louis Nosey sent us not the dumb debacle part, of course. I'm talking about the Twitter part. <laughs> I was okay, like, Where are you so going don't, with this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he sent us what used to be Nosey in 140. Welcome back, Louis. By the way, um, mm -hmm. we've missed you. This time he says, speaking of tangents in whatever. <laughs> so it's not 140, up but to, it's not 280. 280. Yeah. Up to 280. Yeah. Um, a deep dive MBA preview. Heart flutter. Liz Clark is a guest. 
Plus nice. a candy quiz. Plus a candy quiz. Be careful. It might burn your teeth. <laughs> Very um, nice. <laughs> yeah. And so speaking of Liz Clark, most of our feedback this week is about Liz Clark's appearance. And oh, that's rightfully totally, so. Yeah. Totally understandable. She was awesome. Uh, yes. Just incredibly gracious with her time and what she was willing to share with us. Um, totally. And she tweeted us to thank us for having her, which is, of yeah. course, yeah. Not to mention, she gave us a nice little shout out on the TK show. Um, he had her on earlier yes. this week. So that was nice of her, too. I'd just like to point out, we got the Bruce on Broadway story first. We scooped it. <laughs> we, we, did, we scooped, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, we, we, we had a blast. We, you and I felt like we had a blast, of course, but... We're happy oh, yeah, to totally. hear that other people seem to enjoy it. So both Twitter yes. and Facebook, we got, um, I won't read them all here, but I'll read a few of them. We did hear from some new people. And here's one Excellent. of the, the new people. Um, at least I don't think we've heard from him before. Paul F. Parmley at Paul Parmley. Love, mm-hmm. love, love Liz Clark. The best. Can't wait to listen. Cool. And then Carlos St- Stranger or... Stronger, str- probably stranger, at J-L-J-D-E, I think. Mm-hmm. Liz Clark, really nice to hear you on Speaking of Tangents. It's really great stuff. Awesome. And another um, new um, feedbacker, <laughs> Lisa Romney <laughs> at Romney68. Feed, feedsbacker. <laughs> feedsbacker. Lisa says, just finished listening to the interview. So good. Thanks for sharing so much. Hashtag candy corn not for eating. So Lisa yes. is with Liz Clark yes. on that and almost everybody else. We are, we are together else. on that. Yeah. Absolutely. And Grant Garraway at Grant Garraway said, um, Liz Clark was outstanding on both Speaking of Tangents and This Show Stinks, which is the TK mm-hmm. show. More of her, please. Cool. And Neil in Rockville at Neil N. Rockville. An amazing interview with Liz. and. Cool. Yeah, so thank you for that feedback. And Robert Colpeen at R. Colpeen, Swagmaster. Yes. He um, he summed it up, which is kind of how I, you know, I think he summed it up basically the way I was feeling. He said, Liz Clark, thanks for joining the Speaking of Tangents podcast. It was our version of a living room conversation. Good stuff. Ah, very cool. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So uh, thanks to everyone and many other people. Kim Wilson, Phil Foster, Cool Aunt Claire. Jenny Robbins, James Cunningham, Patrick Moffat, Jen Babish, Sean Moore, Morrissey, Luke Overby, Anita from Alaska, Stacey Yoder. So lots of people liked Liz Clark. And, yes, um, which we knew that going in. <laughs> we, well, we knew that we liked Liz Clark, that's for sure. Yes. Um, she was uh, great. And I'm sure she, she's been very responsive to everybody's tweets as well. I'm sure she appreciated Yale's kind words. So mm-hmm. that was um, a lot of fun for us. Yeah, it was, it least, was very cool. Yeah, very cool. we had a good time. Now, we did have a clarification on the um, the quiz we took last week from Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt. Mm-hmm. Nabisco is National Biscuit Company. Is that what you call oh, it? Oh, I think I called it North American Biscuit Company. Yes, he is correct. It's National Biscuit Company. Yes, I said North okay. American. Okay. It's a poor man. We like to toe. call that a, a close enough. <laughs> as Jenny which is what I like Jen to pull Babish. out when I'm wrong yeah close enough Jen Babish I think it was that tweeted us what is this poor man toe you speak of yes <laughs> made me laugh 
Um, so the next two here aren't really a clarification, but more just a reaction to the last couple of quizzes that, that we've taken. And mm-hmm. Jenny Robbins at Robbins underscore Jenny. Walking downtown Annapolis, listening to speaking of tangents. When a family jumped in front of me, I realized that I had said Tootsie Roll aloud. <laughs> so that must have been last week when we were talking about Tootsie Rolls and how they were discovered. And uh, Yes, the discovery of Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Finally, yeah. they were and, unearthed in the, I think, 1909, 1911, something like that. When Hey, Jimmy, um, come know. and look over here what I found. <laughs> Have a bite of this. <laughs> <laughs> they were digging for gold in, you know, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and they found Tootsie Rolls. What a discovery that would be. I had a Tootsie mm. Roll this week. It was awesome. I did um, not. No, I'm sorry. I have to. St- I have to keep remembering that yes. you're not eating. It's crazy how Maybe this we is. This talk is a, about food today. No, I'm good. Okay. I, I am now. It's fine. It's it's a situation of this. You only notice this when you know it's going. You got something. It's, it's, right. it's you know obviously it's being selfish. It's I got something going on in my life. I'm not eating actual solid food, so I notice. Sure. A whole lot more whenever everybody's talking about food, and literally the majority of people talk about food. Most of the time, most of the days is what mm-hmm. I've discovered. It's the uh, you don't know what you got till scenario. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's coming back. I mean, I'm planning on eating right. actual food. It's only gone temporarily. Yeah. Still sucks. Yeah. Facebook, James Johnson. Also, I think, I don't think we've heard from James Johnson before. And this is from um, a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember. Holy okay. cow. Jason actually knows what veggie min thing is on Lu- I Love Lucy. Wait, wait a minute. Say that again. <laughs> okay. Holy cow. Jason actually knows what Vitamita veggie min, veggie min thing is on I Love Lucy. Yes. I thought everybody did. Vitamina Vegemin. Oh, that's how you say it? Vitamina med- yeah. Vegemin? Have you not seen that episode? I don't know. The only episode oh. I clearly remember is Stomping on the Grape. Yeah, that's a good one. That one and the the conveyor belt at the factory at the conveyor belt at the candy factory. Is, oh yeah, that one I that remember too. Of. Yep. But Vitamita Vegemin is a big one too. So what is a Vitamita Vegemin? It's like a tonic, like uh, like all purpose, like cures what ails you. She oh. was doing like commercials on like TV, like TV shows. It's a so fake it was liquid. Product. Yeah, it's like a bottle. So you could actually eat that right now. Oh, well, according to from what I remember from that episode, she had to do like a bunch of takes for this like ad read commercial, and uh-huh. so she kept having to eat it, and apparently it tasted like horrific. So I don't think don't even it. though it is liquid, I would not want it. No. Okay. So Steve Lipton at Mister Lip Five tweeted us a picture of some craisins and, mm-hmm. and said, these craisins are so good that they gave them a different flavor. They were watermelon craisins. That's horrific. That on many n- levels. No, 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 nope. no. Nope. That's just, dis- no. Okay, we'll move on from there. <laughs> um, Ed Butt at EDB1947. Otherwise known as lawyer buns and funny. Yes. <laughs> which he which he now has in his Twitter profile. 
Nice. Which I, I laughed. I, I made me laugh. And I think that was yeah, uh, put- Stat Young Man that gave him that nickname. That was. That was yeah. part of our nickname thread that um, was Chicken Wing and... 200 items long or however long it was. <laughs> it was crazy long, yeah. Um, I got I would put my um, all my nicknames in my Twitter. Was it a bio? Twitter bio? Is that what it's called? Twitter bio profile. I don't know. I guess bio yeah. is the more appropriate term. I would put all my nicknames in there, but 280 characters still ain't enough. Yeah. <laughs> I got nicknames for days. So did they... That's a good question. Did they? Wait a minute. Wait. I should have actually. Wait a minute. You know, I, what I should have said right there is, I got AKAs that last for days. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty good. You come at me and I won't be phased. You need to put that in your hip hop. You you need to put that in your hip hop. My hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> hip hop album. <laughs> we making some hip hop over here. <laughs> yeah. Hip-hap. I like it. Ain't it ain't a mishap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, to be clear. Where was I? I don't know. Talking oh, about yeah. LBF. Oh, yeah. Buns and Funny. Yep. Uh-huh. LBF. So, he, he, he retweeted a tweet from Lawrence University. Which Lawrence University, I actually know of because it's in Appleton, Wisconsin, and a friend of mine used to teach there. And Oh, I was going to say Kansas. And No, no Kansas, but that would be okay. the University of Kansas or Kansas State. Oh, boy. I think it's University of Kansas. Okay. Um, but anyway, it, this was from Lawrence University tweeted this out for Archives Potluck Hashtag Party, which I don't know what that is. The Archives Potluck. Hashtag party. I, I love <laughs> my favorite thing about this, <laughs> and I've only read the first line, so this may change, is that they put archives potluck as a hashtag. Yes. And then put hashtag, <laughs> the word hashtag Spelled after out. their hashtag. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> they could have just put for the hashtag archives potluck party, but no. Yes. <laughs> but this is people this is, from the 1968 Lawrence University reunion. That is exactly right. <laughs> so they they might not be up on their hashtags and how to present their hashtags. Hey, I don't I, have any idea how half the internet works anymore either. Right. So hashtag, I like spelling out of the hashtag. Yes, I do too. Um, but what this is is a, a picture of looks to be okay. So it says re, they. It tweeted this, results from a survey of 110 men student diners in 1940. A tough crowd to please. And they tweeted this picture of, you know, I guess people's responses to a survey of the food eaten there, typewritten, like 1940, type, you know, it's typewriter, typewriter font. It's a, it's a literal typewriter. It's a it's literal a typewriter. It's not a font. Of yet. Something that was typed out on an actual piece of paper. It's not a font. Yes. It's typewriter. A literal <laughs> typewriter from 1940. And so yes. Ed Butt tweeted and said, I ate in this dorm 24 years later. Think they were serving the same food. But so basically, these wow. are surveys. And what I found funny was, and it almost makes me wonder if this is actually true because I'm just going to read. I'm going to read some. So one person said, no upside-down cake with fruit. And then the next one is, I suggest peach upside-down cake. Of course. And then one said, 
don't like just plain fruit served in a dish for dessert. Someone else said, like plain fruit for dessert very much. The more, the better. Fruit anyway, anytime. <laughs> we should have more fruit. And then, so what? What this is? People's is, complaints are suggestion This is pre-Twitter box. tweets. Yes, and they're this all. Is, this they is nineteen forties Twitter. They all appear to be under one forty. So people, old people, myself included, at this point, mm-hmm. we can know we cannot say. Back in my day, it was so much better. People were less opinionated. No. No, you can't. People were just as opinionated. They just didn't have the megaphone the size of the world, the internet, you know, Twitter that we do now. Yes. So here's one that I want to know what you think about this. Uh, Whose side are you Mm -hmm. on here? Person number one, I despise hot fruit juice. Do not heat citrus fruits. They're supposed to be served cold. Why spoil cider and grapefruit with heating it? Person number two, the hot spice cider is swell, and so is the grapefruit. First off, I'm not eating anything with grapefruit in it. Me, me, that's I a, agree. I don't. That's a, I'm not a grapefruit That's a scam fan. fruit. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a marketing <laughs> scam fruit. Um, secondly, fruit juice and hot cider, or spice cider, are two different things. Yes. So you and it, fruit so juice should be apple, cold. Cider should be hot. Yes, I agree. So you, you're talking. So apple juice, cold apple juice heated up, is not hot cider. No. Right. I agree. Hot not cider is good. Heated up apple juice is bad. So cool I'm wondering, juice, hot cider. If in 1940 they heated up fruit juice, like orange juice, and heated it up. That's insane. My guess is no. It was hot cider that someone called fruit juice. Yeah, I think this guy has. So I'm on. I'm on hot cider guy's side because I think hot fruit juice guy doesn't know what cider is. Is my yeah, problem. I'm on hot, I'm on hot cider he, guys. He literally says, "Why spoil cider?" Yeah, I'm on hot cider. Yeah. I'm on hot cider guy's side too. Boy, say that three times fast. Hot cider guy's side. Hot got it. Yeah, see, can't do it. I appreciated that he says the hot cider is swell. Swell is a word that is not used enough nowadays. Swell is a great word. Okay, one more. Instead, we got swole. Yes, swole. <laughs> okay, well, let's go with this one, and you tell me which mm-hmm. guy you're with, because we've this is 110 men student diners. Don't like banana pie of any kind. Banana mm-hmm. pie is very good. I especially like banana pie. I, what's, what's a banana pie? I wonder if they mean banana cream pie. Because if you throw cream in the pie, I'll I'll eat it. But just a straight-up banana pie, I'm not interested in that. I don't even know what that is. Banana cream pie, yes. And I don't usually like bananas, but I like them in a cream pie. I don't like pie for dessert. I don't... I'm not a big pie fan because I -hmm. only like what's inside the pie. I don't like crust. See, I don't like what's inside the pie. I like the crust. Oh, we need to eat pie together. No, we do not. We need to eat cake and cookies because it's much better than any kind of pie. Well, that's true. Or ice cream. Ice cream, way overrated. Pie, somewhat overrated. Cake, underrated. Cookies, uh, properly rated. Yeah, you've talked about the, the ice cream being overrated. Oh, yeah. Ice cream, is, ice cream is not bad. Ice cream is fine. Ice cream is way overrated. 
in comparison with other treats. Yes. I agree with that. In comparison with other food. I would rather eat cake or cupcakes than ice cream. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ice cream, though, here's somebody that said, more plain ice cream, no fancy sauces. The other person says, ice cream should always be served with a sauce or a cake. Now, if you're going to put sauce on it, and hot fudge and hot caramel, then ice cream is getting up there close to cake. No. For me. I like plain ice cream. Oh, I can't, I cannot side with you there. The plain, best ice cream in I, the world, I've mentioned it many times, Java vanilla, chunk. And that's the end. Uh, Java chunk ice cream by Kemp's, the best. Nope. Nope. We uh, will we'll have vehemently to agree disagree, to disagree on that, on that. one. Um, but if you and I don't like my pie served with ice cream. Get out of here with the ice cream. If you're going to give me pie or cake or brownies, I don't need ice cream messing that up. You're not an ala mode kind of person. No, no. Get that out of I'm here. I'm not either. Okay. I like ice so, cream by itself, vanilla ice cream. I like cake by itself, just, you know, plain cake. It doesn't have to be super fancy. And then you have pies, which eh, take or leave it. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, even just, it was fun to see the 1940 typewriter, not typewriter font, font, just typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for uh, sending that to us, Ed. So I think Ed is going to an anniversary. You think that picture was taken with a phone or a, a camera? I think it was a screenshot on somebody's smartphone. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I'm talking about the original. I know, me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think Ed is going to this 1968 class reunion in, yeah, in Appleton. Cool. So, you know, if you're going to be in Appleton, Ed, let me know. It's still five hours away, but it, okay. <laughs> Now, iTunes reviews, we have one from Marvin awesome. Foster, five stars. Mm-hmm. Great show was is the title. A show by people that make parody songs for the mailbag segment of another unrelated show. Take that, Inception. <laughs> yes. That's and, nice. So, thank you, Marvin. And speaking of Very iTunes good. reviews, we did uncover uh-huh. the mystery of T-Bone B, an M&L listener. Oh, okay. Yeah. So thanks for reaching out. Those stickers are in the mail. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Okay, let's let's get a little bit of an update on fantasy football. It sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, Todd Takei at Tooth Takei tweeted to Raju's Rejects, can you mm-hmm. say first place? Um, which, you know, made me think that maybe Todd is in first place. So I looked it up. And yeah, he is in first, in first place at seven and mm-hmm. two. Um, I'm in the league and I didn't know that. No, oh, I'm not in the league. And, you know, we have, we have these, I, we don't have the ability, to, at least I don't have the ability to see the regular, the relegation league. I do. I can't, so I don't, I can't tell you how those folks are faring, but does anyone really care how they're faring? I mean, well, maybe oh, you, no. you in the Hall of Famer, because it looks like you guys might be headed there next year. But I mean, I don't That's even fun. care about this league. I don't either. <laughs> Obviously, from my performance, I let the guy in. Who I, I left Carr on my bench, even though he was back for like two weeks. So I was like, oh, he's back. And well, he scored 39 points one week, and I would have won. And then the next yes. week, I left a receiver on my bench who was I thought was injured, and he wasn't. And I would have won that week, too. And now, 
I'm what, three and six? I've lost like six in a row. Yeah, I'm looking at the standings. You are three and six, and so is the Hall of Famer. And and this is what I do, though. This is, this is my MO every year. I win like two or three games out the gate, and then I lose like five or six in a row, and then I come back and win the rest of them and go fairly deep into the playoffs, including winning a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm, I ain't worried about it. And if I don't, I don't really care anyway. Well, you've got a long road. You've got a long road to yes, hoe. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, and then in the other league, DC Cool Disco Dance. I think that's Shad. That is absolutely Shad, Shad. from DC is in first place at six and three. So Todd and, and Shad are in first place in the two divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Hall of Famer takes on first place Todd this week. And Carson Wentz is on a bye. So the Hall of Famer had to stream Eli Manning. So oh. Todd, I think you might take that hands down. Yeah. No one's undefeated. Everyone is a lot. Everyone is at at least won two games, and they're mm-hmm. the biggest matchup. I would say this coming week is who um, Spike Braun plays Shad, and if Spike oh. wins, <laughs> they would even it up. It's they'd both be six and four. I think that's the biggest. Cool. Although the Hall of Famer could <laughs> dethrone lo- Todd, so I love that you're not even in the league and you're paying more attention to it than I am. Well, I looked it up last night because I saw Todd's tweet about, um, <laughs> can you say first place? And then he had a gif of um, Cap- D- DiCaprio on the Titanic. I'm the king of the world. Um, well, we know how that ended up. Y- yes, we know how that ended up. So, Todd, enjoy it while it lasts. I don't know how long it's going to last. And I'm yeah, pretty sure I, Sean is Morrissey the first time- is crushing everybody in the other league. Oh, is just he? Just to point that out. Oh, yeah. He's killing everybody. Okay, good job, Sean. Mm-hmm. And that's the fantasy football update. Thank you for updating me on the league that I'm in. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, if I were <laughs> three I and six, I don't stuff. think I'd know what was happening either. Well, you, some might say that I don't know what's happening is partially the reason I'm three and six. Yeah, some would say that. But those people yeah. would be wrong because fantasy football is a bunch of nonsense. This podcast is nonsense. Yep. Fantasy football is also nonsense. Yes, definitely. I agree. That I am not in the league. <laughs> Some of the stuff that and I've seen happen this it. year, I'm just like, yeah, get out of here. It's no, nah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't watched a minute of any NFL game this year. Oh, I have. I used to love the NFL. I haven't watched a bit. It's really, I think it's really. I mean, people are saying this, so this isn't anything new, but I just think it's really a down year. I don't, I think they're, it's mm. not good. Well, it's bad when the stuff that happens off the field and in the off season gets way more headlines and attention than anything that's actually happening mm-hmm. on the field. Yeah. Yep. I could tell you a lot more about the stuff that's happening, you know, not related to actually playing the game. I could not tell you the record of any team in the NFL right now or who's even the favorite to win this year. And I used so, to like study it. So you're talking about the anthem stuff and Colin Kaepernick and all that kind of. Well, Ezekiel Elliott is he suspended? Ezekiel is he Elliott, not suspended? Yeah. Everybody getting hurt? You know, Deshaun Watson going down sucks. Yeah. Um, JJ Watts out. Uh, Rogers, Rogers broke his collarbone. Yeah. And now Jerry Jones may be. <clears throat> and now Jerry Jones may be hiring a lawyer to refute the extension that they gave to Roger Goodell. It's 
it seems like a mess. Yes, it does seem yeah, like a mess. I, and I think the football is not as fun to watch, but yet it still seems to be on every week. I think, it's, I think it's on too much. That really ruined it for me was Monday night. And Thursday well, night. Not even Monday night. The Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Monday night was fine because it was close enough to Sunday and Sunday night. The, but going to Thursday, I never ever liked that. And it, I think it's no. that with the way that the league is ran now and uh, I, the, the concussion stuff, uh, I can't. I can't watch it because I'm afraid of this guy. Somebody could get killed at any minute is what it's where I feel like when I'm looking at it. And I don't want to see that. No, and it, it will probably, that will probably happen. Unfortunately. At yeah, some I would, point. I would not, I would not doubt it. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. I mean, cause there it's happened. I think it happened twice already this year that I read in high school games or like low level college games where people died from hits on the field. Uh huh. Yeah. So it, it's happened a lot in lower levels. Rarely does it happen at the NFL, or maybe maybe never. I can't remember. That's sad, but I can't remember. But I mean, you know, I've seen you know where people get paralyzed and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't think it has. I, not death. Mm-mm. So I, I just can't. I'm not in. I, what we know now about concussions and the issues and how the NFL in general, the owners seem to be just. Not very nice and good people. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to love it. it. Used to be my favorite sport. I played it in high school. Played it in you know intramural in college and loved it. And just <coughs> now can't even watch it. Yeah, that's any of it. College. It's it's too bad because it. Yeah, mm. it's on here every week, but I don't mm-hmm. know that it's. Not, I'm not the one turning it on. Oh. I, I do watch it. It's just not, yeah. it's not as riveting for me at all. I'm not as yeah, riveting. I'm not, and I, yeah, and I'm not saying people shouldn't watch it if they want to watch it. I'm saying it it's just do not it for, for me you. anymore. Yep. I've, I've moved away from it enough to where I, I really like the last few years. It, I, it'll be interesting to me when we get to the playoffs. Like when the wild, the wild card weekend, the very first weekend of the playoffs, yes. I, that used to be my favorite sports weekend of the entire year. Yeah, so we'll that see. was really fun. And I, yeah, we'll see if you, you watch it or not. If I'm out on that, then I'll never watch another game again unless it just happens to be on and I happen to, you know, I'll never, it'll never be a situation where, oh, I got to watch this football game. I hope to get to the point where I don't want to, don't have any desire to watch and we don't watch it because, man, is it a, the day? I mean, usually we don't, we don't just sit there and watch it. We have it on and do other stuff, but I could be right. doing so much more stuff. Getting stuff done. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Suck it, NFL. That seemed, very, that seemed very sarcastic. No, it's just that I could be getting stuff done, but instead, at the football game distracts me. Yeah. Football is the only thing keeping you from getting anything done? Football is the only thing, yes. That works for me. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> Do you have anything else this week? Nothing else. This week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. 
edited by Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of gifts earlier, I want to shout out to Michelle and John Miller for the very lovely gift. Um, Now, this is a situation where I like both the gifters and the gift. So thank you very much again, Michelle and John. Uh, I certainly don't feel worthy or deserving, but I do feel very blessed to be a part of this wonderful group uh, that is the TK Littles group. And as I said on Twitter, TK Littles are the best. Oh, and these scarves are so warm, which is good because it's supposed to be an abnormally cold winter this year in Minnesota. And speaking of abnormal weather patterns, I read in the New Yorker that global warming, or as it has more recently been termed, climate change, may in fact be one of the reasons why the last snowfall we'll see on Earth could be pink or even red or perhaps a blush color, if you will. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.